Welcome to another segment of Feedstuffs of Food Link. I'm Trent Luce. Are there hormones in your food supply? Are they safe? One of the nation's leading authorities on hormones, Dr. Terry Etherton from Penn State University. Welcome, Dr. Etherton. Thank you, Trent. It's a pleasure to be here in Minneapolis. We have uh, many people who are concerned about recumbent bovine somatotropin, which some dairymen are using as a technology in the dairy industry. First of all, what is that? It's a natural occurring hormone. It's a protein hormone made of amino acids, and it's been produced using the tools of biotechnology and fermentation processes that allow us to have unlimited quantities of a molecule that's indistinguishable from that that's produced in animals. And something that is naturally occurring in animals, humans alike. Absolutely. In animals, it's responsible for regulating growth. It has important biological effects that affect nutrient metabolism. And in the dairy industry, it's being sold because it increases milk production and the efficiency of milk production. And by that, I mean it, it uh, produces milk more efficiently relative to the amount of feed that you give. So milk per unit feed is increased. Anytime we talk about hormones, I think many people are concerned that it's maybe something unnatural or could cause harm to particularly kids. We want kids to increase their calcium intake. Is there reason for parents to be concerned about this product in their milk supply? Absolutely not. There's a huge evidence base that's the result of years and years of science by folks around the world that's convincingly shown that there's no increased risk when consumers drink milk or eat dairy products from milk that's from cows treated with recombinant bovine somatotropins. One of your analogies that I like to share with people is the IGF factor that is released as a result of bovine somatotropin and how many quarts of milk it would take for a person to get the equivalent amount of IGF-1 that they already have in their saliva. You'd have to drink 100 quarts of milk a day to get the same quantity of IGF-1 that's produced in saliva and, and this has been related to an issue where some people that oppose this technology say that the IGF-1 that's in milk that's produced as a result of growth hormone might increase risk of cancer. Well, I, that's just impossible to reconcile with the facts and also you have the reality that what we're producing over 24-hour period is equivalent to what you'd have to drink, as I'd said, in 100 quarts of milk. Have you met the person that can drink 100 quarts of milk a day, Dr. Etherton? No, uh, I've not met 10 people who can drink 100 quarts of milk together. <laughs> It's science paving the way to improve human lives around the world. Thank you, Dr. Terry Etherton, Penn State University. I'm Trent Luce for this segment of Feed Feedstuffs Food Link.